Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club daily podcast. Just a quick update today, talking about the state of the market, the match day rankings, the media rankings, and just talking about what I've been doing with my own portfolio over the last week. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 364 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. Not too much going on today in the world of Football Index. The Manchester City game tonight was cancelled, which I am a little bit disappointed about because I just think some of our players would have had a really good chance of earning dividends. I have a few shares in their City players, but never mind. Hopefully they'll be ready to play this weekend against Chelsea instead. And it was Chelsea tonight who did play. They drew against Aston Villa 1-1. Aston Villa continued their very fine form. John McGinn's late shot hitting the crossbar. If that had have gone in, then they probably would have won that game 2-1. Also, Chilwell, I suppose, had that chance at the end. Um, Ways hit the post, which was a amazing effort too so a couple of really great shots in that game but it was Olivia Giroud's header um, really great header actually assist from Chilwell which uh, led to Chelsea going 1-0 up and then El Ghazi with another finish he just can't stop scoring at the minute five goals in five for him Um, and then in the other game tonight we have Crystal Palace versus Leicester City and it was Zaha who scored a very similar goal to El Anwar El Ghazi, actually, sort of back post, volley, just near post. Um, great finish from him. And then Harvey Barnes, though, scored again. Quite a similar goal to the one that he scored the other day. Probably not quite as good, the one that he scored against Man United. This one was into the bottom right corner, but he seems to be in really good form at the moment. And he's a player that I do like. Um, so, yeah, he had a great game. Just having a look at the match day rankings and top forward, this was a little bit of a surprise, was Iose Perez. I reckon the reason behind that is probably that he's sort of played on the right wing. And I think one of the reasons why Leicester's uh, players have ended up earning match day dividends more than any other team is that out of the two games, they had the most possession overall, 66.9% possession, um, whereas like Chelsea had 63% or so. So that's probably why I know it's like fine margins, but overall that's maybe why like Johnny Evans has ended up with a one eight one. He would have completed more passes than any other player, I imagine, today. Harvey Barnes with a one five six getting a goal and then um play, playing well as well just throughout the game. Let's see who else there is. We've got top forward Iosi Perez, as I was just saying, with a one nineteen. It's not a great score. And then uh Vicente Gueto actually for Palace top goalkeeper. Top goalkeeper, a uh, really good penalty save from him to deny Kelechi Iheanacho. And then on the media rankings, we have Edison Cavani with a 480. Messi's up there with a 440. Neymar's up there with, with a 380 as well. Um, but those guys are not going to earn dividends today, it doesn't look like. Overall, the market's pretty calm today. Hudson Adoy has risen 26p with his good performance tonight. Um, not earning any dividends though. Bit of Gilmore as well, starting for Chelsea, up 21p. And it's kind of surprising, really. Um, sorry, Gilmore didn't start. I don't know why I said Gilmore started. There must have been some sort of speculation that he was going to start uh, maybe earlier in the day. But now he's he's not even... Yeah, he's on the bench. He was on the bench, but he, he didn't... I don't think he even came on. A bit disappointing that Chelsea do leave some of their better players out, like Timo Werner and Kaya Wirtz were left out as substitutes today and um, both came on but their players who I watched a lot of last season in the Bundesliga 
And I think if Chelsea are able to get the best out of them, then they'd be a much better team. I've not watched Chelsea enough to say exactly how I think they'll do that, but it just seems like they're wasting some real talent there. They do have a lot of good players, Chelsea. They've got quite a lot of depth in their squad, but for me, Herberts needs to start and Timo Werner needs to start. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know how they do that at this point. And I'm sure Chelsea fans would have better answers than myself. Um, let's have a look what else is going on in the market. Bruno Fernandes is up 26p. Big rise in him there. Ferrin Torres down 16p. Uh, good to see that. Should have sold him the other day, really. That's the thing. I'm just finding it difficult right now in this market because it's just fluctuating all the time. It's such a roller coaster and it will go up and that can be quite exciting. And sometimes I have been tempted to sell because I just know that if I sell now, Maybe I'll buy back in. But the thing that's just lingering in the back of my mind at the moment is, well, what if Football Index do change the mechanism? What if they do something that's going to really sort of provide the liquidity that we need in this market? You're going to be looking at, a lot of these players are going to just immediately rise like 30, 40% plus. And so when I see a player that I think, yeah, he's probably going to drop another 10% in the next week or two, even though I think there is a good chance of that drop, I'm still reluctant to actually go ahead and sell that player to buy back in cheaper just because I I still think like there's there's not that much that Football Index would need to do to really change the sentiment in this market um, and to actually provide that liquidity, the liquidity, sorry. So yeah, it's it's a difficult time and I think I'm, I'm probably not alone in kind of taking a little bit of a backseat temporarily I think I'm going to do this into the new year, see if, if there's any big changes in that first week of January and then maybe start to trade a little bit more actively. Uh, but for now, I don't really have much of a cash balance other than what I'm earning in dividends. And I've not actually been trading that much these last few days. Maybe that's partly because I've been a bit busy um, in my kind of personal life with Christmas and this driving test that I've got tomorrow morning. But yeah, I think that's another point that's kind of worth mentioning is that this new market and the current mechanism isn't going to suit everyone. Um, I spoke about this quite a few times, but a lot of people won't want to be trading at these low prices because they value their portfolio much more than what it is now. And so if you just want to wait until the market does recover, you're not going to be trading that much at the moment. People who are really seeking out the opportunities, trying to maximize their profits as much as they can, probably will be trading a little bit more or or, may, or maybe not. I don't know, because I'm obviously trying to maximize my profits best I can. Um, and yeah, I've not even traded that much this last week. But yeah, I, I just think like everyone's situation is so different on here and you can't really blame people for not being active in trading. Just having a look at my portfolio, and there's definitely more players with Valton instant sell price again now than there was a few weeks ago. And that's one of my biggest concerns. I really don't like to see that personally. Um, but there we go. Hopefully, things do turn at the moment. It's just a, a bit of a roller coaster going up and down, but we're still sort of just floating around these really, really low prices, in my opinion. And that is quite frustrating in general. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's about it for today, I think. So we'll wrap up there. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I do hope you have a great rest of your day.